0: This is Episode 9 of the ADR Podcast. Over the weekend, a pretty monumental bit of news was announced. It may not be monumental to you, but sure as hell is monumental to me. James Franco and his production company acquired the rights to direct the movie for The Disaster Artist. The Room is one of my favorite things ever. It's so bad, it's hilarious. I talked about bad movies in a previous episode— This is the mother of all bad movies. It is glorious. When I started this podcast, I made a list of topics, and one of them was the room. At that point, my list of topics was pretty small, and over the past week and a half, I've accumulated a lot more topics I want to use. But I wanted to save the room for a little while because that was such a special topic to me, and I didn't want to get it out of the way this early. As it turns out, this relevant bit of news is perfect for me to discuss the room. I'm not going to discuss the room. So today, on what is going to be the first and probably only episode of the ADR Book Club, I'm going to talk about The Disaster Artist. First of all, a little bit of context. If you know the room, then you know how bad it is, and you wonder, how the heck did this movie get made? This book is all about that. Or at least that's what you're led to believe until you get maybe a third of the way into the book and you realize there's a compelling story here. The book is written by greg sestero he plays mark in the room he is actually tommy wiseau's best friend as he says in the movie what the book does is every chapter it alternates between the story behind the production of the room and the story of greg and tommy's friendship so of course all the fans of the room are going to go buy this book so they can finally learn what the heck happened behind the scenes of this terrible dreadful hilarious movie But then you learn all about what it's like to go to L.A. as a young kid, try to make it in the business, try to get your big break. This is what The Disaster Artist is, partially. Greg and Tommy met in an acting class. They were both trying to get their big break, trying to get parts in movies. And what happens is Tommy becomes so ambitious that he decides to create his own movie, and that's what became The Room. It's really easy to laugh at Tommy— Again, I encourage you to go out and find clips of him in the room if you don't know the movie already. He's exactly like that in real life. He wrote and directed the movie, which means everything he put in the movie is what he thinks of real life. It's a little bit twisted. But again, it's easy to laugh at him, but what Greg Sestero and co-writer Tom Bissell does in the book, they make him really sympathetic and really heartbreaking. The Disaster Artist is the story of two friends trying to make it in this impossible business. And to see the lengths that Tommy Wiseau goes to make this movie a success is a little bit disheartening, given what the movie has become in recent years. It's become this cult classic that you go to and laugh at, not with. I just realized how much of a downer I've made this analysis of the disaster artist. The book is hilarious. Tommy Wiseau is pretty hilarious. But what makes it interesting is that he's a person, too. He has this dream, and he achieved it in a very, very special way. One of the taglines for the book was, What if your greatest success is also your greatest failure? And that totally makes sense. The Room is such an artistic failure, but it's a success because it survived all these years and people still go to see it. In fact, I'm going to see it this Friday night. It's lived on for these really weird reasons I don't totally understand. The book goes into the ramifications of this in a really unique way. I read the book a bunch of months ago right when it came out, and I haven't read it since. I'm definitely going to reread it just so I can know what to expect from this film adaptation. Greg Sestero has said that the best person to make this movie is James Franco, and I totally agree. I don't know if he's producing or directing or whatever, but I'm really confident that he's going to make this the best movie it can possibly be and be true to the disaster artist and the room. I know he's a huge fan of it, so he's going to win and make this the best movie it can be. What I hope he gets right is the balance between the hilarious behind the scenes stuff. And the really kind of heartbreaking, emotional, really powerful scenes between Tommy and Greg outside of the room. You know, the stuff I was talking about earlier, the scenes that make you rethink what it means to be kids in Hollywood and be friends in this really cutthroat business. The only thing that stands out to me as a pretty giant red flag, what about the casting? Who the heck is going to play Tommy Wiseau? It's like trying to get someone to play Moss on the IT crowd. When they did the crappy American pilot you can find on YouTube, they didn't even get someone new to play Moss. They just brought Richard Aodate, or however you pronounce his name, into America and filmed this thing with Joel McHale. It was crap, but regardless, who's going to play Tommy Wiseau? He's the only one that can play himself. I know Greg said that he wants Javier Bardem to play him, but that's a long shot. Then again, this news story really blew up, so who knows? Maybe there's actually some interest in Hollywood in trying to make this weird little project a reality with the best people possible. If Javier Bardem can play Tommy Wiseau, then totally sign me up. I want to see this movie immediately. There's been some discussion about getting Tommy Wiseau onto the project to play himself, which I think is a little bit crazy because if you read The Disaster Artist, and I totally recommend it, A+, plus, buy it now, you know he's impossible to work with. That famous scene where he goes, It is not true. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. That ten-second clip took three hours to film. It actually took three hours to film him saying that. He couldn't remember his line. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know where to look. He looked directly into the camera for a while. How does he do it? How does he not have the mental capacity to know how to walk out onto a soundstage and say that? He hasn't made a movie since The Room, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to make another one now. Another thing about getting Tommy to play himself, I've never understood how he doesn't understand the fact that people like to make fun of this movie. By all accounts, he still thinks this is the greatest movie ever. He doesn't know that people are laughing at him, not with him. I'm sure it'd be some sort of strange existential crisis for him if he knew how he really acted in that movie. As a director, he was a control freak that would skip any expense he could that actually mattered, like buying a air conditioning unit for the cast and crew, but he bought two cameras to film simultaneously so the movie could be in 3D or something like that. No, no, wait, that's not true. It was um, One was in 35mm, one was in digital video. Two of them were side-by-side, side, making the framing horrible in the movie. Oh my god. Watch this movie... Read this book, I can't even begin to describe how awful this production is, how hilarious it is to learn about it, and how fantastic it is to see this movie at midnight with a crowd. I'll see you guys tomorrow with a new episode.